Oh, sorry, guys. I came in way too hot on that one. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Put your hand to the beat. This podcast hosted by me. Here we go now. What, 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 what? Oh, yeah. We're back. In effect. Here we go now. I was very, uh... Very hey, 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 hi, you guys. Welcome to Here We Go, an in sync podcast hosted by who's the host of this thing? Peter Sirs, that's his name. He is a comedian, he is a professional comedian, touring comedian. Um, thank you to everybody who came out to my shows this past weekend at Corky's in Temple, Texas. Um, who am I kidding? None of you guys came. <laughs> Nobody lives in Temple, Texas. Um, but I had fun. And if you guys are in a town that I'm coming to, I would love to meet some of you guys because that would be great. <laughs> um, you guys listen, so might as well come see me do my thing, even though my stand-up is not in sync related. Maybe one day. I Actually, if I'm being honest, if you guys go back into the archives... I have several jokes, or not several, but on each album, there's an NSYNC or Justin Timberlake reference, so you're welcome. Um, not on my new special, though. I know, it wasn't, I couldn't, I couldn't squeeze it into my country, but anyway, hello, welcome, you guys. Um, this is great. I'm excited because we have a guest this week. You guys don't have to listen to just me. We have another guest, but uh, also... This was uh, really quick. I'll start off. This was a big week for, I mean, not a big week for the band, but we celebrated two birthdays this week in the band. As you guys know, Joseph Anthony Fatone Jr. was born on January 28th, 1977. He is two years older than me. Um, So thank you very much, Joey, for all the joy that you've brought everybody. Um, He's 45 years old. So there you go. Um, and then also, as you guys obviously know, um, this week was also the birth date of a one Justin Randall Timberlake. He was born on January 31st, 1981. So uh, he is 41 this week and uh, he's my idol, you know, even though JC was my favorite NSYNC member, which we're going to get into right now. Justin is my idol. Justin has done everything that I wanted to do, minus doing stand-up. Although, I mean, he's hosted SNL quite a few times. I don't know the exact number. I'm sure someone listening would be like, seven! It's been se-. I don't. I don't know, dude, however many times he's hosted. Um, so he's... The monologue is pretty much stand-up, but, you know, he's got writers and stuff, so it's different. But, you know, acting, you know dancing, singing, performing, playing the guitar, doing SNL, you know, he does it all, man. He's got his own clothing line, although I'm not sure really what happened, but um, some of you guys might know, I mean, maybe all you guys, but, you know, he started off first with his uh, denim brand, William Rast, and that was, God, that was like, I don't know, 2008, nine or something around there. Um and uh, I had, I'm going to be honest, I had three pairs of William Rass jeans that I spent way too much money for. And I got, you know, 
there were a couple instances where girls, which, I mean, that's why guys dress a certain way anyways, for girls, obviously, and uh, there were a couple girls that noticed that I was wearing William Rass, and they're like, oh, are those, like, yeah, dude, it's fucking, of course they're William Rass, um, and, you know, it didn't, I guess it didn't do very well. I don't know, dude. I fucking bought them. <laughs> and if, I, if I'm being honest, if I was more famous, I would have bought more of them. But, um, and then for a while there, they were selling, like first, I mean, for a while, I spent, I spent like $200 on a pair, the first pair I got. And then I spent another like $200 on another pair. And like, then they got, they went down a little bit. So like the third pair I got, I want to say I spent like maybe like 150 or something. Um, but then, um, I don't know what happened, but a few years later after that, I mean, I guess, I guess way more years after that, um, Justin did like his own line with Levi through Levi and I, and that was, uh, fresh leaves is what they called it. And it was, you know, man of the woods, woodsy inspired. I've got a couple flannels, uh, from Justin Timberlake. I've got also a couple more pairs of those jeans. Now, those jeans I still wear because they're still in style. But, um, and I don't know if they're doing it anymore. Um, it doesn't seem like it is. I don't, I don't know. I guess, I mean, everyone has their own clothing line, right? Like, you know. Um, but I will tell you guys this, and since we're talking really quick, like, there's a pair, or there's actually two pairs of Justin Timberlake uh, Jordans that I plan on buying at some point. Um, first is the pair of Jordans that he wore at the Super Bowl. Um, I wanted them, didn't know they were even an option. And then I looked on the website and they, they had apparently went on sale and sold out immediately, obviously. And right after the Super Bowl, everybody wanted them. So people were selling them for like $1,200, $1,300. And I was like, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Uh, and then after a few months, you know, went by, they kind of came down and they got to the point where they're about 500 bucks and it was right before I was going to record uh, my second comedy album, which is titled, do you guys know what it's titled? Oh, I'll tell you, Man of the Hood, get it? Yeah, if you guys look, actually, I'm going to show it to you uh, on Instagram. I basically copied Justin and his album was obviously Man of the Woods, so I titled my album Man of the Hood because I grew up in the hood. And the cover is basically, you'll see, I'll post it. I copied Justin because he's my idol. Um, and I wore an outfit that was that was his outfit. I wore his flannel. I wore his jeans. Um, and anyway, the Jordans, I was going to buy them for that album recording. But they were still, I was like, I can't really justify buying fucking a $500, $500 pair of Jordans. But anyway... Um, now they're back up to like 700 or so. So I'm like, fuck, I should have bought them when they were 500. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to have to book something really big or this podcast is going to have to blow up for me to actually justify spending $700 on a pair of Justin's shoes. But I'm going to get them one day. Don't worry, you guys. I promise. Um, so anyway, so that's that two, two awesome birthdays this week. Thank you guys for all the joy that you've brought us. I know you guys listen. I know you're listening, Joey Fatone. And I know you're listening, Justin. So thank you guys. Um, you guys are more than welcome to come on to the podcast whenever you want. Just slide into my DMs. I've slid into yours, so the lines of communication are open. Slide back. Uh, before we start, before I get into my interview, I just want to say to you guys, um, I don't want to apologize because it's not. I, didn't, I don't think... 
I would hope. I mean, I hope, but I don't hope because I don't think. But anyway, um, as you guys know, if you guys listened last week, I was talking about how um, JC's unreleased album, The Story of Kate, um, was leaked last week. And as many of you know, I was I listened to the whole thing and it gave me all sorts of feels. And it was very emotional for me to hear the whole thing, to just, you know, the sadness that we never got to hear it. And so I told you guys about it and I sent it to a few people and within like a day it got taken down. And it was, what's, what's crazy, it was, it was on several YouTube pages and they're all gone now. So JC's people have been contacted and all the music's gone, although, um, until yesterday is still up like that's one song um but the rest of them the album in its entirety like it was posted is gone now and it's you know it's it's too bad because i really think that you know if you heard it you could see how the evolution and i talk about it in the interview with laura but you can kind of see how the evolution of his music was heading and I thought it was great, you know, and it's just sad, but now it's even more sad because I, I, I wanted to download it because there was a link on one of them to download it to MP3, but I was on my phone and I can't, I don't know how to do that on my phone. I don't know. If, maybe there's a way to do it on an iPhone, but I don't think so. So I was going to do it on my computer and then what happened? I just didn't, and then the next day it was gone. So, I'm sorry if you guys didn't get to listen to it when I told you about it. I'm sorry. I tried. You know, maybe it's my fault. I'd like to think it was my fault that I told you guys, and then everyone went, and then word got back to JC, <laughs> and then they took it down. But JC, as a fan, I think I can speak for myself and for everybody that we really like that music, and we will buy it. You will make a shitload of money. I know you don't need any more money, but why not, man? It's money. You can't leave money on the table like that. So, like I said, it's gone. I'm sorry. But um, I do have somebody on the show today, which is very exciting because, you know, I could talk about my love life and everything, and I kind of do in this episode a little bit. But, um, you know, it's fun to hear other people's stories and you know, memories of, you know, the band and things that came out, you know, around the same time. And um, I did want to go, you know, really quick, like, because as you guys know, or you may not know, or maybe you do know, but um, this week is, uh, we're talking about Makes Me Ill. And as you guys all know, um, Makes Me Ill was on the No Strings Attached album. But as you guys also know, there was a song by this young lady. Um, I'm gonna find it. Right here, right, right here. So I remember the first time I heard this. The first time I heard this. What? I was like, wait, what did you say, Ariana? But I only hate on him because I want you. You could say I'm tripping if you feel like, but you without me ain't right. And I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that and being like, wait, 
what the fuck did this bitch just I, I like I'm not bitch I love I'm I'm sorry I didn't mean that <laughs> but I was I wasn't upset but I don't I don't know if I told you guys I think I did last week but I met Ariana because I used to train her late boyfriend or late ex-boyfriend Mac Miller and so I met her she's very nice you know she's she is much younger in person than kind of like I mean I know she's young you know but like you know when she's on tv and videos and whatever like she's all glammed up and kind of like for lack of like sexualized like you know she dresses like you know kind of it's whatever like she's a very attractive young girl and she dresses accordingly and she talks about you know 34 35 like right like shit like that (laughs) and so it's like yeah, you giving me that good dick that are like in like a side to side. Like she talks about sex, dude. Is you know, and uh, but when you meet her in person, like I mean, I thought she was, she appeared to be in high school, like a little tiny. I mean, she's tiny, you know. But my point is, when I heard this, I was like, wait a minute, that's an insane. That's a. What say I'm tripping and ain't right but you without me? What? And I was like, wait. And I remember hearing that and being like, okay, is no one gonna uh, talk about the fact that that's an in sync line? Like, that's literally the hook from one of my favorite in sync songs. Like, uh, and not even like a hit song. Even though, I mean, to NSYNC fans, it's a hit song. But, oops, wrong song. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, okay, so, okay, 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 really quick, like, cause I gotta give you my take on this. So, um, at the time when Break Up With Your Girlfriend came out, I was still teaching uh, fitness classes at a, uh, you know, fairly popular fitness studio in LA called, uh, it was called Model Fit. And uh, I would teach, you know, I do, I've, I've been doing stand up for nine years. So I've been a trainer and a stand up comedian. And, you know, they kind of, they don't really intersect. But like, my point is, is like, if I'm teaching classes, like, you know, I'll find a way to insert my personality into the class and make it fun and whatnot. And so, you know, I would talk and maybe sometimes practice bits and whatever, right? But I remember, like, hearing this and playing it. And, and I feel like I told this already on, on this show, but whatever. Um, and being like, you know that this is a line from an NSYNC song? And some girls were so young that they would be like, what? And I'm like, are you fucking serious? And then I would have to go and whatever song was playing next, I'd be like, no, sorry. I have to go and play the NSYNC song so you guys know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And so then I would play this and they'd be like, oh, that's that's, that's the line. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I fucking said, dude. She didn't steal because I know she asked. Want to, but I only because I want you. Right? And it's like, but the, the thing is that that got to me is like there were people that were so young that weren't around or maybe just weren't aware when NSYNC was out and popular that she was borrowing a line from them and that hurts my feelings. So, um, you know, but obviously Ariana 
knowingly and ask permission because you have to do those kind of things. And that's why she acknowledged them and that's why she brought them out um, to uh, perform with them at uh, Coachella. And, you know, the rest is history. Obviously, Justin didn't perform with them. Um, I have a bit of information that I can't quite confirm, so I don't want to put it out into the internet um, regarding that whole thing. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, one day, I'll be able to talk about it on this show. But I, I don't... The person that told me told me in confidence and so until I can get confirmation from another source I'm going to keep it a secret for right now but anyway um, so yeah you guys so here's my interview with Laura Sexton she was on the show a few weeks ago and she's back because she's one of the NSYNC, biggest NSYNC fans that I know and that's what I want this to be it's, it's not just my podcast it's your podcast so uh, we'll listen to that interview and then I'll say goodbye and that'll be that so Take a listen to my interview with Laura Sexton. Okay, guys. Two, three. Oh, and here we go again. Uh, you see what I did there? I said, here we go. I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. Um, again, through the miracles of the internet, um, we have uh, not only a returning guest, what, but, what? but the first return guest to the here we go podcast um obviously you guys know her she i don't remember what do you remember i don't remember what episode that you did but i don't uh, remember <laughs> but act, it was fun yeah it was great actor writer uh financial planner right is that your financial uh, coach yeah financial coach mm-hmm. uh, and also obviously in sync fan also um justin fan Yes, well. future husband, kind of, but not, I don't know. That would be weird. No, uh, my he he. So he's my ex husband. Oh, he's your ex husband now. Okay, yes. that's, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> and and he just had a birthday. Um, yesterday. Yeah. Well, when they hear this, it'll be a couple days. days ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and Joey's birthday was last week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I meant to focus. Um, I meant I meant to do like a couple of the songs that Joey is a little bit featured on last week, but Peter got tied up and then he got all caught up in the JC leaked album. So that yes, that's what ended up being uh, the majority of my podcast last week because I was just and you know I'm glad that I you know we were talking about it before we started recording, but I'm glad that like I did spend time on it last week. Because as, I mean, some people know now, but like it's gone now. Well, Peter, Peter, you know, I think what happened was JC was listening, found out that his stuff had been leaked and was like, I got to go take all that down. Yeah. I mean, uh, 100% that's what happened. (laughs) And that's probably, you know, I'll, I'll say, I'll say it's my fault, you guys, because I tagged him in the description of the episode and whatnot and then when I posted about it and in my story um but so you okay so I you were one of the like one of my listeners uh Dina sent it to me and I was like holy shit like and I just happened to be I'm not sure what time zone she's in but like I just happened to be 
um, going to the gym. It was like early too. And then I was listening, but you were like one of the first, I, I, I think I texted it to like yeah. three, or, three or four people that I know are like big fans. Um, and you didn't get to listen to the whole thing. I'm so bummed. I did. I like literally you sent it to me. I got so excited, but I do have three children. They do make it very hard to sit down and like really take stuff in, which I wanted to, I wanted to give it the time and the full experience that it needed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like, so what was crazy about it. So she sent me the link and then I just, I happened to be at the gym, which is like the perfect place. Cause then I could just be there. And, uh, I was listening to it and like the first song, which was called uh, Until Yesterday, I want to say was the name of the song. Um, I mean, I, I, I loved it. I was like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like you could already see like the evolution from his first album to what this would have been. Um, and then just kind of like, I don't know, man, it was just. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm assuming I always assume that nobody listens to this podcast, even though I know people do. But <laughs> I talked about it. It was like, for me, it kind of like brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. Because I feel like obviously, you know, and he's talked about it. And thanks. You sent me all those interviews, too, which is great because I hadn't listened to all of them yet. Um, how he was kind of just like, you know without saying it that like, you know, he kind of was hoping that his album would have fared better, you know? Right. Um, but then after that, he kind of, and I think it's because the album didn't do, I, I don't know. I mean, only he will know, but like, he was like, yeah, I'm more of a, you know, I, I love being in a band more so than I like being solo. And you're like, I mean, I mean, maybe, you know, but like, it was good. Like the album was really good. Like it could easily, and I was, I was talking about it. I'm like, that album could easily, some of those songs could easily be on the radio, like right. right now, like right now. Yeah. I wonder if he had gotten the push behind him that Justin had, would it have gone and blown up or would it have blown up and he would have been miserable going, I don't want to be this, you know, leading person. I would rather be in the band. So there's really no way to know, but I think the moral of the story is NSYNC needs to make a comeback. We need the <laughs> band back together. <laughs> right. Cause that's like the thing, but like, also like, I kind of feel like just from, cause I, I mean, people send me like, and I, I, I hate to like not be able to shout everybody out, but like I have a handful of listeners that will like send me that like engage with me, you know, and mm -hmm. they'll send me like articles about you know like there's this whole thing about like why the label like kind of shunned him and wasn't supporting him and all so I mean you know if you if you get a bad taste in your mouth then yeah like right. of course you're gonna get you know discouraged and whatever like I mean you know I'm I'm in the I'm in the industry obviously and I get rejected all the time <laughs> yeah like, that's, that's what we do we're in this business to be rejected. It's awesome. Yeah, that's why it's like, you know, I always talk about, you know, I mean, I will, I'll talk about it sometimes, but it's like, you know, like if I have a comp, if I book a gig, right, obviously part of my job because I'm not famous is to promote the gig because, right. you know, I'm not like, you know, like if Dave Chappelle says that he has a show somewhere, he doesn't even have social media, but the second it gets announced, boom, sold out, right? But at my level, 
I have to promote, right? you know, whatever. And, but my point is, is that, you know, I think sometimes there, I, I feel, I feel like there's this, a faction of people that follow me, whether they're, they're, you know, old friends or whatever. And they see me posting about my shows as like a brag where mm. I'm like, no, you don't understand. This is a celebration because for every job I get, there's gotta be, you know, I'm being very, very generous, but like, you know, 20, 25 right. jobs that I don't get, you know, 20 for every email that gets returned that says, yeah, like we'll book you this weekend. There's, you know, a hundred emails that don't get answered. There's like, you know, yeah. And so it's like, you know, I, I don't even know what my fucking point was with that. <laughs> well, to be, to be fair, you know, we were talking about JC and oh, not yeah. getting the recognition that he needed. Right. And, and sometimes, sometimes it's just not our turn, which is super unfortunate. Oh. Yep. But true. He talked, I mean, he talked about that. He was like, you know, sometimes great artists, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like sometimes great artists put out stuff that's not re- well received for whatever right. reason, you know, I mean, everybody knows, you know, I'm, I'm a big Prince fan, um, but like after Purple Rain, you know, like he, I mean, he kept making music till he died. I mean, he probably got 15 20 albums but like not a lot of people really know anything post purple rain right you know you know yeah. like prince is known to have recorded so much music he could put out an album a year for the next like 100 years yeah exactly so post-mortem because he was he was one of those artists that the second inspiration struck he was like you call up his his background vocalist and he'd be like, get over here. And they're like, it's three o'clock in the morning. He's like, yeah. I, I have to do this song or Michael's going to take it. Like, let's go. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, you know, so, I mean, it's just really a bummer that it's, I, I mean, my hope was that all of the fans were going to hear this, you know, leak, right. leaked album. And I'm sure quite a few did. But then they took it down pretty fast, but that he would just be like, okay, well, there is a, there is a, there is a want for this. And yes. so l- let me just put it out. And, you know, like, cause I mean, straight up, I would go buy it today. I would what, go to a record store. I'll go find one. We're, we live close enough to Capitol records. They have to still have a store, right? No. Okay. Not well, at, not at Capitol, but if you're like by Capitol, then you're right by Amoeba. So the Didn't new, Amoeba close? No, the new Amoeba. Have you seen? Oh, Amoeba? oh, okay. The new Amoeba is now right by the Pantages. Got it. It's right across the street, kind of. Great. I mean, uh, I don't care. I don't care where I have to go. Like, tell me the CD's there. <laughs> I will go get it. Right. Let's go. That's I. I talked about that on here, where I was like, uh, I don't buy albums anymore. Like, who buys albums? But right. I do, and I will buy every album that Justin comes out with. 100%. And Britney, because I still love Britney. Um, <sighs> but that's it. Like, that, those are, I mean, and obviously, if JC or anybody within sync came out with something, like, I would buy yep. that too. But that's it. Like, you don't buy albums anymore, but I would buy those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will tell you, I had my, my CD collection 
so much artwork. I had signed artwork, all my CDs and stuff. And I left them at home when I went off to college and I came home uh, and I was like, mom, where are all my, where's all my stuff, my CDs and stuff. And she was like, oh, I thought you didn't want those. Oh no. Like all of my signed every, like, it's just, wait, she's like, she's like, you were never going to sell them. I was like, no, I wasn't going to sell them, but I want like, why? I have all the CDs. I just don't have any of the artwork or anything anymore, which is oh, such a sad, no. sad thing. Like yeah. I, used to, I used to love uh, like reading, like yeah, the, the special thanks and like stuff like you know what I mean, like who they send shout outs to and the lyrics, you know. Also, just like there's always some hidden gem. Yeah. Uh, so I'm bummed, but oh well. My oh fault my. for leaving them at home and not giving explicit yeah. instructions for care. <laughs> I don't know if I talked about, yeah, no, I, I did mention it on here, but a similar thing happened to me. Like uh, when I was done with college and stuff and really this was like, all right, well, I'm going to pursue my entertainment career. Um, Cause I, you know, I was born, I was born in Hollywood. We lived in LA for a while. And then we moved like, like about 45 minutes East of LA, like the Inland Empire. So that's mm-hmm. where that's where I went to like junior high and high school. And then whatever I went to college, um, once I was done, I was decided I was going to move back to LA, LA. Um, and so I stayed with my grandmother for like a few months. I don't remember exactly how long, cause she, she lived here in LA. And, uh, then I moved out, but I left a bunch of my stuff there. Cause I didn't want to have like a storage space, you know? Right. And she's like, yeah, just leave your stuff here, whatever. Like, you know, if you need it, you know where it is. But, but then anyway, she died. And then when my grandma died, uh, I kind of had like a falling out with that side of my family. Um, and so no one ever told me when they were cleaning out the house. So like, oh, I, lost, no. I lost like, I mean, I lost like my, my yearbooks. And no. Like, yeah, like all that stuff. But also I was talking about on this podcast. Uh, I don't remember what it is not too long ago, but like I had all the all the puppets that the no strings attached puppets and the bobbleheads and all that stuff. Like I had all of those uh, and then I lost them. So now I only have, uh, I have some of them still. Um, and I know where those are, but I don't. I, I, have, ha- I have all of my bobbleheads in the case. I know exactly where they are in my closet. <laughs> um, and I only have, unfortunately, I only have the Justin marionette, but obviously my mom's like, I can't get rid of these. You'd be so upset. I would have been livid. Yeah. Would have yeah, been so I- mad. Well, that's good. At least you have them still. Like, yeah. I'm actually surprised that they're not worth more because um, one by one, I started to like repurchase them off of eBay. Um, and they're not as expensive as I would have thought. <laughs> that's right. Neither are Beanie Babies. Yeah, right. We all, <laughs> we all do. Like, I even myself. I like, don't want to uh, talk about it. I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we all thought that they were going to be worth so much. Like when I... Uh, I used to, ha- you know, I was a big Star Wars guy, so mm-hmm. I had all the Star Wars toys, and I saved them because, you know, they were going to be worth money someday. But also, like, I used to play with them as a kid, so I didn't have any, like, in the package still or right. whatever. Um, so anyway, this had to be, I don't know, 15 years ago or so. I was, uh, you know, I needed, I needed some money, and I was like, all right, I'm going to sell all my Star Wars toys. And I had so much stuff. And I remember I took it to this place, and, like, I might have got like $75 out of like everything I had. Um, and, yeah. But I needed that fucking $75. <laughs> uh, so I was just like, uh, 
<laughs> whatever. But you know, you need it. You need it. So yeah, they're not yeah. worth as much as I thought. That's right. The memories, the memories are what's important. Yeah. They make me happy. I don't care if they make anybody else happy. Like that my and y'all I'm, I'm married and my husband makes me put all these things away in the closet, but every once in a while I'll pull the, pull the box out. And I'm looking at them. <sighs> what uh, did, okay. So I don't know if you listened to my episode a couple weeks ago, but I had uh, my friend Michelle on uh-huh. and uh, she, you want to talk about memories. So um, she made a sign. Okay. So, okay. First, yeah. Did you, wait, did you listen to this? I did. I did listen to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I now need to go back and watch the Madison square garden video, which by the way, all the, all the concerts that were on HBO and stuff, they're on YouTube. So you can watch them. Yeah. Everything's on YouTube. So yeah. she had, you know, she had said the kind of the same thing. Like she didn't know where, like, if she had the VHS or DVD where it was. And I was like, it's gotta be on YouTube. So she went on YouTube and watched it and was sending me like all these pictures of her sign being held up by her mom. I have the DVD in this desk that I'm sitting at right now. Shut for Madison Garden live. Yes, I have it right here underneath my fingertips right now. But how cool was it like that? She I'm so jealous that is, she is part of NSYNC history. Yeah, like forever. Like you can't beat that. Like I remember. I mean, her and that girl that was up on stage for the just got paid and like puts her arm around JC and he's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, like, don't fucking touch me, dude. <laughs> but I mean, come on, dude. Like that's like, I mean. Amazing. Yeah, like I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. And I remember like a going to um whatchamacallit uh blah 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 uh the when, when justin taped uh the 2020 experience for netflix in vegas oh nice but i didn't get to be on fucking camera oh, <laughs> I, I mean I, that would have been great but i didn't get to be on it so you know it's whatever it's fine sorry right, uh, next time yeah, right. Next tour, which I don't know, might be closer than we think. He, uh, he, uh, he, te- I don't know if you saw, he teased a little him and Timbaland in the studio a couple weeks ago. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Oh, no. maybe I did. And I've blocked it out because I'm tired of hoping, tired of wishing. Do not block it. No, he was, it was, uh, it was, it had to be like two weeks ago. And it might have even been, it might have even have been Timberland that posted it. And I was like, okay, I'm looking at it. Yeah, see, I think it was on actual, on Timberland's Instagram. But I was like, okay, buddy, I got you. I'm ready. Uh, I mean, I'm ready. Wish my brother I mean, I, I love Justin. So let me, let me tell you, I have people that for the longest time called me Mrs. Timberlake. They're like, Hey, your husband's on this thing. Have you seen it? Have you read this magazine? Whatever. And then he got married to Jessica. And I'm like, all right, like I'm not mad at it. And then that was right around the time, right? He got married to her. And then shortly after that, I got married to my husband. Right. So we started calling him my ex-husband. So now people are like, oh, did you see your ex-husband on, you know, <laughs> da, da, da. I'm like, so it, it's kind of a joke that has stuck with me. And I love right. it. He uh okay, let me this this is just this is just for shins and grins for shits and grins. Um, did, did you like Justin with Cameron Diaz? I mean, at the time I would, eh, 
I didn't love it. I'm going to no. be honest. No, because it just, it felt a little forced. It felt a little not. Yeah, it didn't make sense. I'm like, okay, you guys did a movie together. I get it. But like, she's, I don't know. And they were together for quite like a minute, kind of. And I was yeah, just... I mean, she was, she was funny. And I'm sure that, you know, brought some brevity to the situation, but never felt serious. It never felt like a real. Yeah, I never, yeah. I don't know. I just, ne- but I'll tell you this though, on top, to piggyback off of that, she never really like did it for me. But I remember being at the gym one day and then she was right next to me and in person, she's like stunning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I I believe that. And I never thought, but also I remember also being at uh, the 2020 experience in LA and I was right by Jessica Biel and she looks stunning. And I've, I've always thought she was hot you know whatever but like in person she's just like i don't know they i guess they just both had like a glow to them that i didn't Mm. really but fast forward we find we found out a little bit later that she was probably a little bit pregnant at that point so (laughs) could that could have been the glow it could have been i don't know but i just you know i mean you know in la we see famous people all the time right you know that's why i tell people like it sounds cliche but it's like it's true like you can literally be you know anywhere and there's they're so and so so it's like but sometimes you see people in person and you're just like wow who's like a person that you saw in person that you're like holy shit okay so the first celebrity encounter i really had was billy ray cyrus and let me tell you this little country girl this little country girl was obsessed um yeah my first my first um I guess is this the show is- i was on was hannah montana so i met billy ray cyrus you were on Hannah Montana? Well, I mean, I did background on Hannah oh, okay. Montana. Okay, got it. That's but that cool. was the second That was the second show I was ever on. The first show I was ever on doing background was The Office. Uh-huh. And I met Steve Carell. And I said I said hello to him because it was my first show. And he didn't know not to. And he, like, freaked out. He's holding his lunch tray. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He was like, uh, uh. And, like, turned around and ran off really fast. I was like, well, that was weird. And they're like, yeah, Steve doesn't talk to people. <laughs> I was like, oh. No. Okay. Like at all? No, uh, he, when he's not on, he's a very shy person. Interesting. Like he just, he doesn't want to have conversations and he needs to keep his energy for the show, which is cool. Like uh, some comedians are that way. Um, have I, have I told you the story of the time that I worked on friends with benefits with. No, is that, that, that that was Mila Kunis, right? Yeah. Uh, Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Um, my ex-girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend worked on that show too. Hilarious. Well, I was, that, I was not on it for a long period of time, but I had to drive my car next to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And like they were in front of uh, the Chinese theater and Justin's walking. And I literally almost ran over a PA because I just was so distracted driving the car. <laughs> and he like starts banging on my hood. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm so like, I, I could not stop staring. He's like, maybe you don't drive. And I was like, can <laughs> I park over there? <laughs> <laughs> But I did, I did not mean to run the poor guy over. Like I, we, we were all driving at 10 miles an hour, but I mean, still. By the way, uh, the part of the movie where they're like sitting on the Hollywood sign, it's not real. That can't happen. No, not allowed. <laughs> well, it's not even, I don't even think you could get up there. I don't even think it's accessible. Like if, even if you jumped the fence, like I don't think there's ladders up there anymore. Like it's, No, they've, they've tried to make it as difficult as possible yeah, to get anywhere near it. Because people used to go there, but then they didn't, and you know, whatever. 
so, okay, I, I need to ask you this because I, I haven't really asked anyone this. I don't remember if I asked you this or not, so I'm sorry if I did, but like, you know how like, uh, you know, like how they had like this boy band thing on ABC. Um, did you watch it at all? The boy band, very boy band special for Christmas? No, I did not. Okay, so it was like, I mean, it was like everybody. It was like the dude from Ocean. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw snippets of it. And, uh, but then they have like uh, the, all the cool kids, that whole thing, which is like AJ McLean and then like mm-hmm. Joey's done it and Chris has done it and like, you know, like stuff. And then they, they did that thing in Vegas where it was like the, guy, the guys from Boys to Men, uh, right. Chris, Chris mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm a little not impartial i feel like the guys from nsync don't need to do that <laughs> no they they don't need to they certainly don't need to because i you know and i i you know i i have to say this they're my favorite i love them i think that they're a step above i think they're a step above the other boy bands yeah 100% i just do i think though that they want to do it Right. And that's the difference. They want to be, they want to be performing and they want to be out there with the people. That's what, you know, they were made for that. Yeah. So I think part of it is they just want to be doing stuff and, and what can you do? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I'm always like, like, you know, cause you know, Backstreet, you know, they're, they're, they're actually going on tour again. Yes. Like, I guess it got like cut off because of COVID. So like, that's, the finish yeah. they're, they're finishing that tour the dna tour or whatever but like you know i was talking about it a couple weeks ago and it's like they haven't really come out with a good album in quite a while and it's like but in and in sync only has you know the three albums that they have um i guess four if you count the christmas album whatever but like with just that small body of work i still think they're head and shoulders like above the other bands like you said <laughs> yeah so like you don't have to do this stuff you guys you guys we still love you like it's fine have you have you heard their winter album which is different than the christmas album in sync's winter album yeah no okay you need to check it out <coughs> um it's a lot of the same songs from like it's a lot of their same songs it's um some of their Christmas stuff, but also some of their songs from uh, God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You. I Drive Myself Crazy is on there. Everything I Own, I Just Want to Be With You. Those are on there. Uh, but uh, where do you, f- I don't even know where you find this. this so I, I have the album, uh, oh. but I'm looking it up. I just went and looked it up on, <laughs> I just Googled it to, see, to make sure I wasn't crazy because the first song on there is called You Drive Me Crazy and it's hysterical. You need to watch the YouTube video. Is it the one you drive me crazy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know the song, but... Uh, their their video is like... They made that before they made No Strings Attached. And it's like them signing over to Johnny Wright and saying goodbye. To, like, there's... You have to watch the video. Okay, yeah. It's funny to watch these videos on YouTube and just like how far, you know, we've come time-wise. Yeah. Just how different things are and like what was what was cool back then versus what, I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, videos aren't even really, I mean, I guess they're still a thing, but you know what I mean? It's just like right. different now. 
Uh, yeah, it's them. It's like the video is them trying to be a bunch of different people. Like at one point, they dress up like the Spice Girls and they dress up like the Jackson Five, and they're like trying to be somebody, trying to be somebody, trying to be somebody. And then they show up at some girl's 16th birthday party and they're just themselves and they're singing and dancing. And they're like, uh, "Yeah, that's it. I'm going to sign you. And I'm sitting here going, <laughs> if I could just be that 16 year old girl and have you sing at my birthday party, I think I'd die. I would, I would pass out faint. Cause you guys were talking about that the other, the other week with JC showing up and, and serenading some girl. Oh yeah. The sorority girl. And I have it I too. Would, I would uh, literally like, I would pass out. I think I would pass. I would pass out, but I, still, <laughs> I like, I still want to know who had that kind of pull to even get that done. Right. Cause it was, it, I, we checked it. I want to say it was like 2013 or 14 that it happened. I don't remember. Uh, and I'm just like, wait, like that was, I mean, that's a while ago, but even back then, like someone had to have pull to fucking do yes. that. Well, and to get him of all people right. to do it. Like he, the most Mr. quiet Shyness himself. Yeah. Yeah. The quiet reserved one that like posts like on Instagram twice a year. And usually it's one of them. One of them is the sync merch drop. And then the other one is just some random picture with his girlfriend. Like, <laughs> like he's very inactive, but like, he likes it. He just likes being like a normal, you know? Uh, okay. So two reasons I wanted you on this week. I don't know if you remember, but I, I remember a conversation with you when we like, you know, were first, you know, acquainted and whatnot. And this, you told me this was one of your favorite songs. Oh, yeah. And for a lot of people, it was, which was interesting because it never made like, you know, it was never a single, but I feel like true NSYNC fans like this song or love this song. Mm hmm. Um, but also, um, true NSYNC fans as you know, I, I played it earlier in the episode, but true NSYNC fans heard that song by Ariana Grande, um, break up with your boyfriend, break up with your girlfriend. Um, and then she does the little hook from, mm -hmm. and immediately I'm like, wait, what the fuck? She stole this. <laughs> I mean, not stole it, but like, that's an NSYNC lyric. 100%. Right. And you have a faction of people that did not know that until she probably started speaking about it publicly and whatnot. Like, I mean, I'm sure she got permission. She had to have, obviously. Right. And that's why they performed with her at Coachella and whatnot. That was kind of like the lead in for all that, the lead in for all that stuff. But um, just like, like there's people that don't know that that was their hook. <laughs> no, it's crazy. And I will tell you, there's something about this song that if I'm having the worst day, I can put it on and it makes me feel better. And yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's pretty much any NSYNC song, but there's something about this one that just hits my heart in just the right way. That I'm yeah. like, yep, I'm good now. <laughs> whatever, whatever that was, I'm happy now. I can remember kind of like uh, on the, uh, you know, in real time, 2000, listening to this album in order obviously and then hearing this song and for me kind of like this whole album obviously was them I mean it was a number of things right it was them breaking away from uh transcontinental and Lou Pearlman and all that stuff and it was also them 
given a little bit more like artistic liberty to kind of be more involved in the songwriting and whatnot. Um, and then the choreography was a little bit like harder and you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then this song was kind of like, oh, like this is kind of like, I mean, it's not hip hop, but like it's their kind of segue. It's into heading like, in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And because you're like, okay, like they're using words like fellas and hater and like you're like okay and then it was just like a cool and then even like people that weren't big in sync fans for whatever reason may have heard that oh i like that song you know you know and uh but i also remember like how it transpired on stage when they had like they had like straight jackets kind of right, right? and then they had like a little uh, hospital beds and they were running around and like I remember some of the choreography and I was like, oh, this is fucking, they thought this through, man. It was awesome. It was, it was so good. And then, I mean, and some of the dance moves are a little literal, like, why are you holding your stomach? That's a little weird, but like (laughs) it it conveyed, it conveyed so much. I mean, I I don't know. In the dance, in the dance world, that's what we call choreography. (laughs) Yes. Well, and it was, but I think there's something to the progression, right. Of the, because because back in the day, boys and girls, um, the album was laid out in a progression and they were the songs were put in the order they were put in for a reason. And you're supposed right. to listen to it that way. And so to go from just got paid to it makes me ill and then you switch over to this, I promise you, like it just it hit all the feels in yeah. just just the right manner. And you're like, yeah, yep, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um Okay, so we're going to break this down, Laura. Let's do it. Because uh, I know you got a, a financial something. Like yeah, I got, I, got, I got clients <laughs> this evening. Yep. Um, okay, so do you have the lyrics in front of you? No, I should pull them up. Okay, I'll pull yeah. them up. I mean, I know we, we all know the words, but like sometimes like when you actually read, you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, it's, good to, it's good to have the lyrics. Uh, so this was, like I said, kind of like a like okay this is kind of like we're not just going to be a boy band like we're going to be a band that like you know pushes barriers and boundaries and make it so guys like me don't have to be not embarrassed to listen to but like maybe if I'm driving in the hood in my car I can I could still rock this music without people being like what the fuck dude I'm gonna kick your ass like (laughs) that's kind of what I used to get in the hood, you know, couldn't really yeah. bump, tearing up my heart and my fucking in my Mustang back then, even though I did, I, it was dangerous sometimes. <laughs> um, okay. Are you ready, buddy? Yeah. I, I pulled them up too. So All I'm right. here with you. Let's go. All right. So I was hanging with the fellas, saw you with your new boyfriend. It made me jealous. I mean, that's just like, bam. Yeah. No, no, like, no symbolism, no metaphor. Like, that's just what it is. I'm hanging out with my homies, and now you're fucking with this other dude, and I'm jealous, mm-hmm. you know? And and I can relate to that. I've been there at that point in my I've life. I've been there. At that point, yeah. At that point in my life, but also now. I was hoping that I'd never see you with him. And I'm like, fucking, I... That, even still... <laughs> Yeah, I, I can fucking I know how much that hurts, um, but it's all good because I'm glad that I met him. Huh. 
and you're like why would you be glad you met him and then he's like oh well this is why because now I know the competition's very slim to none and I could tell by looking that he's not the one so you're like okay you're just he's you know he's throwing like as they say now throwing shade on this girl new dude um he's not the type you said you like his style is whack clothes are bad like he's just talking shit now like hey, look at him his fucking he can't dress his his clothes are bad come on girl let him go i want you back like yep that 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 is what it is and i could picture myself saying that to somebody <laughs> that i was still feeling for um although this this is this person has come up but one of my ex-girlfriends ironically um ended up dating a friend of mine after she and I broke up. And I like, I, this was like my theme song because I'm like, you used to talk shit about the way this fucking dude dressed. Like she used to talk shit about him to me about the, and then, you know, after we broke up there together, I'm like, whatever, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, my, my husband's ex-wife, when she found out that we were dating, she did something very similar, super shady, like was like, why would you date her? And then like goes down, like, this is how she's not right for you. And like, and he, and he's sitting here like showing me the text messages and he's like, I like this about you. And I like this about you. And I like this about you. Cause none of these are like what she is. Uh, so it's, it's fine. This is why I like you and why I don't like her. I was like, okay, cool. Great. Now, how does she feel? <laughs> <laughs> Three kids later. Right. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to give you the chorus here. Whoa, I'm going to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? They always, hear me. They always hear me read. I just feel like this is really special, and I, yeah. I appreciate it. This is your second okay. time on this podcast. You're the only person that's been on here twice. I mean, whoa. Yeah. Um, all right, chorus time. Call me a hater if you want to, but I only hate on him because I want you. Say I'm tripping if you feel like, but you without me? ain't right like y'all yeah come on yeah i mean that that that's self-explanatory i feel like right this song he's like i'm not playing games with you i'm just giving it to you straight yeah you can say i'm crazy if you want to that's true i'm crazy about you you could say i'm breaking down inside because i can't see you with another guy i can't i'm exactly like and, and i hate to get i hate when i get like super like graphic on this podcast but i feel like everyone listening is probably our age or in our age bracket so nothing they haven't heard but i'm like as a guy as a and it's it's, and i'm sure it's similar for a girl but as a guy you just can't picture someone else doing that thing with your Mm -hmm. person like it just makes you and it literally makes you ill it makes you like it makes you sick like there's a pang in your stomach in your gut you're like no yeah it's it's the fucking i mean it makes you sick like and when i like i said when i found out that my ex was dating one of my old friends was just like it just made me sick i'm like for a number of reasons like one because that meant that she was further away from being mine again but also like just the portrayal of like, mm-hmm. not only are you with another guy, but you're with another guy that I know. And we used to fucking talk shit about, like, it was just, 
a whole thing of emotions. And like, this is like I said, this is like my fucking theme song. It makes yeah. me ill to see you give love and attention at his will. Like, yeah, dude, that makes me sick. And you can't imagine how it makes me feel to see you with. And that's why I'm glad I never saw. I, I actually saw them together one time. Uh, I mean, now, now I don't fucking care. But like back then, it was just like it was all. I mean, I, I mean, so I, I used to live in Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she and I lived down there and then we moved out to L.A., um, which I mean, Hermosa Beach is basically L.A., but it's, you know, it's a few minutes away. So it's a completely different neighborhood. Um, and once we broke up, even though I had lived there for like seven years, I never even went back down there because I didn't want to see her with yes. him. I didn't want to run into them. I didn't go to places that I thought she might be at. Like, I was like, nope, I'm not going to see them together until I'm over this and then it's fine. And then, you know, it is what it is. Oh yeah. Uh, I had, a, I had an ex-boyfriend. I had to turn down all jobs at uh, <laughs> Paramount studio. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm just, I can't. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's a real fucking thing, man. Like, uh, and then, oh wait, did I read the whole thing? Yeah. yeah it makes me ill to see you give love and attention at his will. And you can't imagine how it makes me feel to see you with him. And now we have, you know, this is obviously 2000, right? But now right. We, we have this, like, so in 2000, you could break up with somebody and not see them, literally, <laughs> right? Yeah. But now, today, you could break up someone. And they're know, constantly in your phone. They're well, dinging all the time. It is so hard to get away from them. Oh, not, I mean, you could do like I did and not go to those places, but you still have social media. Right. You could fucking creep on their Instagram, whatever. Ooh, yep. Even though you know what you're about to see, but you just, there's just a part of you, like, you just have, you like, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I don't do it. I have a couple of ex-boyfriends <laughs> I check in on from time to time you're a married woman laura and i am happily married uh, but i do still have a love in my heart for these people you know it's a different kind of love they're right old flames right that's i would like to see that they're happy okay that's all okay fair enough um okay girl i know that we broke up but that doesn't mean you should give the cold shoulder because you know that i truly do adore you and that other guy can't, that's another, that, they're really aiming for these rhymes. <laughs> and that other guy can't, that's why I like reading them sometimes. And that other guy can't do nothing for you. Uh, see? <laughs> like, yeah. I can tell that you don't really love that guy. But there's no need for you to go and waste your time. I think you know I love you more girl you gotta let him go i want you to just give him the boots and that's a phrase that do people really say that anymore just nope give, give her the boot give him the boot like it's not really a thing anymore right i don't think it was a thing then either no it was <laughs> for sure i i used to use that like, i'll give him the boot dude or yeah i'm gonna give that bitch the boot or whatever and i say all that. right all right yeah i used to say it but i mean i'm also a little hood you grew up in the country it's true um let's see where we at okay um i mean so i mean this is a song that like like i said some of these songs you know as we've broken them down you're like oh they could be talking about sex they could be talking about you know 
this is like 100% I'm fucking talking shit about your dude. Yep. I want you. I miss you. You know that I want you. You know that I miss you. I feel in my heart that I'm the one for you. You're just wasting your fucking time with this guy. So stop. (laughs) Yeah, I think there was part of me when I was listening to the song. I was just wishing somebody would do that with me. (laughs) I I, I didn't date until I was 16. I had my first boyfriend at 16. Um, And there was a part of me, like in my soul, I was like, I just wish that somebody felt this way about me and like they would fight over me, which (laughs) now that I'm older, I'm like, why would anybody want that? That is so, but also, yes, please want me. Right. But for me, I'm like, this is me every breakup. (laughs) (laughs) Like, cause I've always been like in an actual relationship. I've always been the one that's gotten broken up with. Yeah, me too. So I've always kind of had that, like, you know, especially, especially as a guy, like I want, you feel like you can fix everything and you feel like it's part, like you almost like part of your manhood is taken when you get broken up with. And it's just like, you know, it's, it's tough, you know? And so you try to like, I could do this, but um, okay. So now we're repeating the course again, call me a hater if you want to, but I only hate on him because I want you. And I would be, I would be like, I'm not hating on him. He just fucking sucks. Right. Just tell the truth. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't even admit that I'm hating on him. I'm like, he just fucking sucks, dude. Like he's ugly or he can't, whatever. He's not as cute as me or not as funny, whatever superlative I would use, but like, he's not me. That's all that matters. Uh, You could say I'm tripping if you feel like, but you without me ain't right. You can say I'm crazy. If you want to, that's true. I'm crazy about you. You could say I'm breaking down inside because I can't see you with another guy. I can't. I know you got to go. So you can. No, no, I'm just, my heart is just (laughs) so in this with you right now. I love it. Okay, keep going. Um, Okay, so obviously it makes me ill to see you give love and attention at his will. And I can't ima- you can't imagine how it makes me feel to see you with him. It makes me ill to see you give love and attention at his will. And you can't imagine how it makes you, me feel to see you with him. It makes me sick. It makes me ill. I, I'm, I'm fuck- I can't believe you're with this fucking dude because you used to be my girl. And that's, I'm like, oh God, like tears tears yeah especially because the girl that i was with when this came out we broke up like you know we broke up after a few years but like this was this was i'm like yes then she was already kind of moving on before you know it's always how it is right girls probably kind of moving on and but she because she's a girl maybe tries to like just hang on a little bit longer right doesn't and you know it's it's that whole thing but you've invested time want to see if maybe there's a chance yeah yeah it's like a it's a dane cook has an old joke where he's like he's like yeah like uh we're gonna break up he's like well he has my cds and so she stays with him <laughs> for five more years or something like right. that <laughs> <laughs> um okay it makes you because you used to be my girl it makes me ill because you used to be my girl my girl so baby, come back to me. Sing it, JC. Even though, you know, we don't get to hear your second album anymore. Um, we're all we're all pretty bitter about it. 
Yeah, we are. I mean, and I get it, you know, but it's it's crazy how fast it happened because it it didn't even have because so when I when I uh, and it's just the chorus repeated again, so we get it right. And then a but, bunch of oh 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 yeah, except until until the end because we had to the end part. Justin is like the best, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what we done done it again? Message. <laughs> And it's gravy baby is a phrase that yes, people said, but not really, right? Right. Like I don't know anyone that actually said that in real life, but I think mostly it's a joke. Never yeah, real. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so when uh just talking about this JC album really quick, like again, um when I listened to it the day I sent it to you, there were maybe I want to say like a thousand or so like people had listened and there was mm-hmm. there were three different links like one that the person sent me but then when I clicked on that like two other ones popped up and they were both they were all three of them were like the whole album right there's like 12 songs right. or 13 songs um and each of them you know had like I said like a couple hundred was one and whatever and there was a way to download the songs onto an mp3 but I don't really know how to do that on my phone. No. So I was just like, okay, well, I'll get home and do it on my computer because then I can save them and then figure out how to put them on my phone. And in the time, like it took a day when I actually had the time to sit in front of my computer and do it, they were already back down. And I was like, man. Boom. I know. JC, I know you listen to this podcast, dude. We want it. We want, we will buy this album. This will go platinum right? It will go platinum. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how album sales go, but I know that if you can put a million sync fans on Hollywood Boulevard, when you go get your star on the Walk of Fame 10 yeah. years after the last time you guys toured together, yeah. I think you can probably go platinum. I'm just yeah. guessing. Especially since he's like the one that is so just like quiet and what right. he said, you know, like, and, and, and it, you know, to be like you know he was my favorite NSYNC member in real time Justin's my idol now but like you know JC was my guy and you know you could argue that he had the best voice in the band like Mm -hmm. a lot of the guys will say that and you know he's he became this songwriter and I know he still writes songs but it's like JC there's a market for your fucking music, man. I promise. A hundred percent. You don't, you don't got to do stadiums. You don't even, honestly, you don't even have to fucking do shows. Just fucking let us have the music. Especially, yeah. I'd be okay with that. I mean, I would prefer to watch you live. Yeah. I mean, me too. Like I I saw him at the house of blues, which was like so cool. Cause it was such a small little intimate venue, but I mean, I feel like that's like his style. Like he just does it cause he loves music. Like he's yeah. So it's kind of a bummer. I'm I'm bummed that you didn't get to listen to the whole thing. Hopefully, somebody I'm had sure to it'll have, get back up. Yeah, yeah, like someone had to have taken the time to download it, unlike I did, and then fucking put it out. You know. So tell them to put it on MP3 and send it to us. Tell who? I don't know. Whoever that person is, I'm sure they're listening right now. Send but it you, to Peter. He'll send it to me. Yeah. Set. Put. Post those fucking links again so I could download it this time, and then <laughs> we'll have it. Someone's got to have it. Uh, well, Laura, I know you have to go. So 
thank you uh, so much for doing this. And absolutely, we're going to have to do this in person now that I'm back and whatnot. Yes, that would be fun. Hey, um, so before before we go, when are you proposing to your girlfriend? When's that happening? What the fuck? Who told you that? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't listen to this show, but um, all right, I'm just I'm just saying. I would like to do, I mean, if I'm being honest, if I can work it out sometime between now, I want to say the beginning of March, but it might be a little bit later than that, but before summer, because I'm, I'm glad to go on a big tour for me at awesome. least, so sometime before then. I kind of wanted to do it this past weekend because it was our seven-year anniversary. I saw but, that. That's uh, why I'm asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk about it all the time. It's not like it's not like a conversation. I, I tell her, like, I mean, she basically knows. I just want to be able to afford the wedding that I want and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the only thing keeping me from doing it. And obviously, like, these last few months have been weird with work and stuff. So, like, you know, we talk about it. But I think uh, I think within the next couple months, it should be a thing. So good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, just yeah. putting you on blast on your on your podcast here. Thanks, man. Got I it. appreciate it. That's what you, you got. got for, I'm gonna edit this part out. No, <laughs> you are you are welcome to edit it out, sir. I um, I won't. I won't. Now she know we talk about it all the time. So, uh, you have anything exciting coming up that people need to look out for? Man, no. Okay. I'm no. I'm I'm constantly working, constantly doing. If anybody wants uh, tips on managing their money, they can go over to my Instagram at Accelerate Your Legacy. Yeah, accelerate your legacy. I'll put the link in in, in the yeah. bio again. Um, all right, dude. Thank you so much, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Okay, bye. So that was Laura Sexton. Thank you so much for uh, thank her so much for coming in. Um, like I said, you guys. I know you guys like to hear my stories. I mean, you're in it this far, but, you know, it's nice for me to bring in other people so you guys can kind of get different perspectives and whatnot. Um, there's obviously so many sync fans out there. And if you guys are listening, <laughs> and if you guys did happen to download that JC album, um, fucking send me that shit because I didn't get a chance to do it. And now it's I can't find it on the Internet anymore. So um, thank you guys for listening. You guys are awesome. I really do. I mean, you know, this isn't the Joe Rogan experience. I don't have 10 million downloads every day, but everyone that listens to this is very supportive and engaging and whatnot. I have some really exciting guests coming up in the next few weeks for you guys. Hopefully, um, if you're listening, you have listened, you have watched my comedy special. I'm sorry, guys, but I have to promote it because I put a lot of fucking money into this. (laughs) I put a lot of investing of myself into this comedy special, which is probably why I don't have the money for a wedding um, yet, but I was hoping to get the return on my investment on this special. So if you want to watch it, watch it. It's called, I know what you did last quarantine. It's available on YouTube for frizzle. And uh, it'll be, I I, I appreciate you guys watching, share it, subscribe to my channel if you want. Um, And then uh, I got some shows coming up in different places. If for some reason, any of you guys are in Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, I will be there (laughs) next weekend, which is uh, February 11th and 12th, Super Bowl weekend. I'm doing shows out there. I I mean, maybe you guys are out there. I don't know. And then uh, in 
at the end of February, I've got some stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to be in New Mexico, uh, Albuquerque, and Farm Bridge. Farm Bridge? I should fucking know this. In Farmington, New Mexico, and Albuquerque. That's the 25th and 26th of February. And then uh, March 11th and 12th, I will be in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so that's all coming up. If you're in any of those places, I'd love to meet the listeners and whatnot. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening and, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.